0: As we head toward Memorial Day, Nickerson Excavation and Construction asks everyone to stop and remember the sacrifices made by our military veterans in defense of our nation's liberty. Serving the new Limerick area for over 50 years, Nickerson Excavation and Construction is your
1: one-stop shop for all your excavation, drainage, and road construction needs, offering good old family-friendly service. For an estimate or bid, please call Nickerson Excavation at 207-532-9391. That's 207-532-9391. From our broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond, you're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network. www.xzbn.net. ABS Media. Papa Hotel Lima Echo November Radio Check. Papa Echo November.
0: Good afternoon, uh, Richard five.
1: Good afternoon. Read you five as well. Papa Echo November. Welcome back to The Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, TV at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. Exxon Nation, as you know, I love angels. I believe in angels. I've seen an angel. My three daughters are angels. My son, well, when he was young, he was an angel. But when we talk about angels, we think about the angels with those big, beautiful wings and the glowing halos. But this time, Exxon Nation, on tonight's first hour, we're going to be talking about human angels. And we're going to be asking you the question, are you willing to be a human angel seeker? My guest this hour is a very special angel himself. His name is John Scheimer, and he is the founder of Angel Among Us Project. And we're going to be talking to John about not only his new book entitled, that's Turn Right at the Dancing Cow, but how you, the members of the XO Nation around the world, will be able to help us find human angels. Joining me now from California is John Scheimer, and his website is www.johnscheimer.com. And John, welcome to the X-Zone. Great having you with us. And
0: thank you very much for having me on.
1: Human angels. The angel found, you know, The angel among us project. Tell us a little bit about this.
0: So to give you a little bit of background, um, my whole life has been spent either raising millions of dollars for charities or Mm -hmm. giving away millions of dollars to charities here in the United States. Right. And in that work, I kept coming across these human angels, these people who, by choice, Mm -hmm. live their lives selflessly to help others. And I was always awed by them. And honored to work beside them in many cases. I don't think I ever would have done anything with this knowledge, except one day I came across the most amazing human angel I ever encountered. Her name is Maggie Josiah, and she is the founder of a vocational school that teaches hospitality industry skills in the jungles of Uganda. The jungles? And wow in the jungles of Uganda. And when I met her in 2001, she was the cleaning lady in the hallways of our condominium building. And I struck up a conversation with her, and which then led to a long-term friendship. And I discovered that she had this dream to establish this vocational school in Uganda, and it was completely insane because she had never lived in Africa, she was poor, she didn't have any wealthy friends, um, she had never run a school, let alone found one. So I was very curious about all this, and I asked her, how are you going to make this happen financially?
1: All right, we're going to and do a little bit of a, of a um, cliffhanger here, because I have to take a two-minute commercial break with you, my friend. John Scheimer, is our yeah. very special guest on Nation. This is an hour. Well, I'm going to tell you in point blank, you're going to be part of something great. We're going to be talking about angels, real human angels. And the question I'm asking you, Exxon Nation, tonight is, are you willing to be a human angel seeker? John Shimer is my guest, www.johnscheimer.com, And we'll be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as the Exxon comes to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell, and this is a place where you always dare to believe and dare to be heard. Don't go away now. Welcome back, everyone. My guest this hour is John Scheimer, and he is a director of the Fortune Family Foundation, a charitable corporation that provides assistance to nonprofits focused on fostering self-sufficiency. For 33 years, John was a fundraising manager and a consultant for hospitals, human welfare agencies, and similar organizations. He is the author of Turn Right at the Dancing Cow?, the story of a human angel from Seattle and the vocational school she established in Uganda. He's the founder of the New Angel Among Us Project, which seeks to spotlight the best and most inspiring of human behavior. His website is www.johnsheimer.com. And uh, John, uh, first of all, thanks for being with us and... um, can we get on with this interesting story? So, this lady from Uganda was actually the lady cleaning the hallways in your condominium, and she told you about her plans. And you'd last, just before you we went to the break, you said you asked her about financing. So, what yeah, happened?
0: Yeah, so she had this dream, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was just about the most insane dream I'd ever heard because she had no experience at all in establishing a vocational school anywhere, let mm-hmm. alone in the jungles of Uganda. Sure. I understood that the need was great. I just didn't know how she was going to pull it off, financially speaking. And when I asked her, she looked me right in the eye and she said, I don't know, but I'm sure God will show me how. Mm-hmm. Now, what I have to tell you is she had no clue that I was a professional fundraising consultant. Right. Right. And that day, on the spot, I offered to become her fundraising coach. Wow. And the rest is history. It took her four years, four years of doing everything I taught her to do, mm-hmm. and then raising some money, going back to Uganda, uh, clearing a jungle, building buildings, getting a campus ready, recruiting students. But she pulled this off. And, you know, what's really amazing about this is that, her backstory makes it even more incredible that anything like this ever could have come to pass. Why is that? This woman, this woman, her first 30 years of life were steeped in the most pain and suffering and torment uh-huh. I have ever heard of. And uh, I'll get into the details to whatever extent you want, but I do know this. At age 30, she was able to escape her tormentors. And then took 18 years to rebuild her psyche. And when I met her, she was 49 years old. So that tells you a little bit about how even more incredible her story is.
1: Is she your typical angel?
0: She is, as it turns out. Um, Although she's probably... On a scale from 1 to 10, 10 being the most incredible (laughs) angel I ever came across, she's probably a 12. But, um, you know, once I decided to tell her story, um, the team of of, uh, people I was working with said, you know, uh, I know a story that's similar to this. And then I remembered, of course, I'd come across so many of these people, and so this story about Maggie Josiah and African Hospitality Institute grew from a little seed into this jack and the beanstalk project, which is called the Angels Among Us Project, which is simply a campaign to seek out these human angel stories all across North America and tell them as a way of inspiring us to believe again in the, in the human potential for goodness and decency.
1: How do you plan on on identifying all these angels on earth?
0: So we started you know uh, a- a- that's absolutely the most important question to start with. And we started with a demonstration project mm-hmm. uh, very quietly. We went down to San Diego, and we sent out a letter to all the nonprofit organizations. a cold letter just we didn't do any other kind of campaigning or introduction. And within 10 days, we had 12 of the most incredible stories you've ever heard from these nonprofit organizations. And we suspected that that's what would happen, that these human angels tend to hang out and do their magic work Mm -hmm. uh, within the ecosystems of our our, uh, charitable organizations and also at our churches. They're very quiet, though. They're, I can say about them, they're 99% invisible because they don't ever seek the limelight for themselves. They're very humble people.
1: Fascinating.
0: So, you know, what's happened is we kicked this campaign off mm-hmm. uh, just six weeks ago, and we've been inundated with incredible stories. We've also found that uh, both television and radio programs have been booking us like crazy because they want to hear these stories. Um, There seems to be a real hunger, almost universal, uh, all over North America, maybe all over the world, but I certainly (laughs) know about North America, to hear these stories, to find out about these people and know more about them. And uh, I think people are tired uh, of hearing nothing but the murder and mayhem that comes to us every day, every night, on our our robust storytelling platforms, TV, radio, the newspapers. I think people want to believe again that human beings are basically a heart. They're good, and they're decent, and they will treat one another right.
1: You know, with all the press and all the news that is now available 24 hours a day, And, unfortunately, in mainstream media, and, you know, I'm part of mainstream media, if it doesn't bleed, it doesn't lead.
0: (laughs) I've heard that before.
1: You know, and... And And so
0: the question is, what would make make us want to put these better stories about human beings on our mainstream media programs?
1: Because I believe, now this is my opinion, it's coming from my heart, I believe that people are so tired of negativity, negativity when they sit down to have their breakfast and turn on the radio, the television, pick up the newspaper, that it's finally coming to them that we need to make this change. And I think that you and your foundation is part of this change. People need to know that these angels are out there because they are the inspiration and the hope of a better tomorrow.
0: I think you're right, and I have been challenged before about the idea that, hey, you know what? Goodness just doesn't sell, but you know what? Mm -hmm. That really isn't true. What doesn't sell is poor storytelling, and when we have tried to uh, put an example or two out on the networks, we only tell the bottom line of the story. The full arc of, of good stories is seldom exposed And the time isn't taken to really tell those stories. Mm -hmm. So tomorrow, just to give you an example of how far this might go, I am meeting in Los Angeles with some people from Hollywood who are very, very seriously looking at doing a uh, made-for-television docu-reality series Mm -hmm. about human angels.
1: Wow. I think that's fantastic. I really do. I do,
0: too. And and the challenge we've already been talking, and the challenge we have, is how do you tell these stories in a way that is absolutely captivating? Now, i got to tell you, Hollywood knows the answer to that question, oh, sure. and they've come up with some phenomenal ideas to do it. I can't really tell all that I know tonight mm-hmm. about the ideas they have for this TV series, but I guarantee you it will be action oriented and very very captivating.
1: Wow. Reality. This is what the world needs right now is real reality, not the so-called reality series that we see on TV because they're anything but reality. But when you get back to the to the to the bones, when you get down to the To the raw essence of this world, we need reality. We need to hear about the lady in Uganda who was cleaning uh, the corridor and who had a dream and how, through people like you, her dream became a reality. Because we all know, Jim, John, I'm sorry, that the only difference between a dream and reality is doing it.
0: Is doing it, and and it takes tremendous persistence and a lot of hard work.
1: It sure does. And
0: I know that I know your listeners will wonder what what is it that, about these people that makes them different, and I will tell you straight off: it's two elements in their personalities that is so deep and rich, and one is called empathy, mm-hmm. the ability to sense the feelings of others to actually experience what others are feeling, and to really listen to others. And the other is compassion, the ability to actually act on what they see is happening around them. These are are elements of human personality that are not actually universal.
1: Was it hard to find all these angels?
0: So it really turns out that it isn't. Uh, One of the big questions was, were there enough stories out there to really make this interesting? Mm -hmm. Well, we have just kicked this campaign off, and we're inundated with stories. For example, I am going back to Phoenix Mm -hmm. uh, this coming weekend to present one of our Angel on Earth Awards on television to a woman who spent 31 years in corporate America, very successful, kind of the woman behind the CEO, but one day after uh, a very hard day at the office, feeling very unappreciated, she dropped out and said, you know, there must be more to life than this. And so she started a place called Mama's House, which is right down in the ghettos of Phoenix, Arizona, and it is devoted to helping women uh, escape human sex trafficking, which is a big problem in every major city oh, in, yeah. in the States. Big time. And I've... I Yeah, and I've heard, you know, even in Canada, there are big problems with this. And I've been there. It's a secret location. But I've been there and talked with the women, and I'm just knocked out by – and listen, here's the part that really will blow you away. This project has been going for six years in Phoenix, Arizona. Right. And all of the people who work there are working without salaries. Now, they don't do that by choice. But they've never gained enough traction to draw in enough money to be able to pay salaries. But nobody quits. Everybody works. And as they say, none of us has ever missed a meal.
1: All right. Stand by, John. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. What a story. ExoNation, angels are real, and you're hearing a few of their stories. My question to you, ExoNation, tonight, are you willing to be a human angel seeker? John Scheimer is our special guest this hour. And John and I will be back on the other side of the news with words from our fine sponsors as the exome continues with yours truly, Rob McConnell, from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. For more information, www.johnscheimer.com. dot exone radio tv dot com.
0: I believe it's meant to be darling. I watch
1: I was walking home from school On a cold winter day Took a shortcut through the woods And I lost my way It was getting late And I was scared and alone But then a kind old man Took my hand and led me home Now mama couldn't see him in our darkest hours To show us how to live To teach us how to give To guide us with the light of love Welcome back, everyone. Uh, John Shimer is my special guest. And in my opinion, this man is an angel. John is the um, gentleman behind Angels Among Us Project, and their website is www.angelsamongusproject.org. And um, he helps communities locate and share stories of people who selfishly give to uplift others, you know, and this is what life should really be about. And, uh, John, I think that what you're doing makes you the angel of all angels. So thank you very much for sharing these stories with us tonight, and um, thank you for helping those who go to you for help, and those that you help. Well,
0: honestly, honestly, Rob, it's, it's uh, a great joy for me to be around these people. Uh, I know that I am just an ordinary person, and yet being around these people inspires me, and going looking for them, every day also inspires me can you imagine anything more joyful than waking up in the morning and realizing that when you go to your computer today you may have another angel nomination from an angel seeker anywhere in the united states and you're going to hear you're going to read uh... in your email about a great story of somebody who's doing something very selflessly to help other people and, you know, when you were playing uh, The Angels Among Us song, I, it made me think about a story in San Diego. If it's okay, I'd love to share that Oh,
1: please, with you.
0: yes. So this is the story of Reed Reichert, who, uh, just an ordinary person, just like you and me, uh, seemingly, Mm-hmm. But he was taking an airplane trip across country uh, just a few years back. Right. And he noticed one of our servicemen in uniform who was approaching the stewardess about food on the flight. And she said, Well, sir, um, we do have food, but you have to pay for it now. And he reached into his pocket, and all he had were a few coins. He couldn't even afford to buy a small snack from the stewardess. That's now, of course, the only way you get food anymore on these airplanes. And so Reed uh, scooted over next to the Marine and he bought him a meal. And then he sat and chatted with him and learned that this is the plight of many, if not most, of our servicemen and women whenever they're returning home. Of, and uh, trying to get back from the front lines, and so he said, you know, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. And But instead of just getting angry and frustrated, he actually did something about it. He organized hundreds of volunteers, and in conjunction with alumni from Pepperdine University, they put together an organization called Waves of Appreciation, and they hang out 24-7 in the airport in San Diego looking for our men and women in uniform, and then they have these packets of food and personal Mm -hmm. items that will make sure that our servicemen and women traveling across country have everything they need on those flights. Now, right now, that's the only airport where this is happening, and it's being sponsored also by the San Diego USO. But uh, we do think it's going to take off and spread across country and may even uh, spread up into Canada as well. And I I share that story because it's a demonstration of how any of us could turn our lives into that of a human angel by just noticing Mm -hmm. the needs of other people around us.
1: You know, I, I have the privilege and the honor of speaking to what is it, 20 different people a week who share their stories with me here. And over the years, I've met some of these angels that you talk about. One person comes to mind as Major Doug Rocky, who was the gentleman responsible for cleaning up all the depleted uranium over in the first Gulf War. And what he's doing over here now is helping all the soldiers that are coming back with PTSD and suffering from depleted uranium uh the effects of depleted uranium he himself ha, has you know he's just inundated with du and yet there he is doing whatever he can to help someone you know so i i appreciate what you're doing and it's it's nice to know that these angels are going to get the recognition that they don't want but they do deserve
0: They do deserve it, and we need to hear their story. Yes, definitely. In in fact, I would like to do a shout-out to everybody listening to say, hey, you know what, you can at least be an angel seeker. Mm -hmm. And think of the effect it would have on you if throughout your day or throughout your week you went around actually looking for these kind of people and maybe got to know them, and maybe got to know their story, and maybe turn that information into a nomination at our website, angelsamongusproject.org. Because all of a sudden, when you start looking around for this kind of human behavior, your spirit changes, your psyche changes. You start to see the world through a whole different set of glasses, the optics of this world just change overnight for you if you if you become a seeker of human angels. Yeah.
1: And I'll tell you what, you get you find the angels, and if you say, Rob, here's a special angel, I'd love to get their story told. You and the angel, be my guest and come on the show. And let's share the stories and let, let's let's let the people listening know that these angels are real and that they need to go out and seek the angels and to get them onto your website.
0: So, you know, it's interesting. I started uh, the campaign. I kicked it off in Canada. Really? And I went up to Alberta mm-hmm. and made the first on-television award, the Angel on Earth Award, to Laurie Anderson in Edmonton, Canada, for her mentor work with young people and the fact that she teaches mentoring to college students So that they will, as they finish their education and graduate, they will have that dimension of helping others uh, and be oriented and have a whole skill set around mentoring young people. And then I went over to Calgary for the second on-air presentation. To a lady who rescues animals. Oh gosh! And and one of the things I want to point out here is it isn't always about rescuing or mm-hmm. helping uh, other human beings. Um, the fact that every one of these people has an, a shared ethic that says basically all life is precious mm-hmm. and irreplaceable, and and these really are today's. Good Samaritans in the flesh, and their stories have the same power and impact as the original parable of the Good Samaritan. I mean, they make believers out of us.
1: Oh my gosh. I have to ask you this. What is your most favorite angel story of all?
0: (laughs) The one that I haven't yet encountered— Actually, I'm headed for Atlanta in just a couple of weeks Mm -hmm. to meet a a, a young teenager, a young teenager, he's just into his teens, who started a program called Change for Georgia, and it's all about uh, collecting pocket change, again, to uh, sponsor a program to help our servicemen and women And I have to say that the most inspiring thing of all is to come across a youngster who seems to have been born with this deeper sense of empathy and compassion for others and recognizes the needs of others almost instantly and then takes action to actually do something about it. I'm very excited about that meeting, and I'm not going to say a lot more about it on your show because – that young man does not know this award wow. is coming. He's going to be. We're going to do an angel ambush on him.
1: <laughs> isn't that neat? Is Howie uh, Howie Mandel going to be there and help do it?
0: Uh, actually, Howie isn't. But you know, any celebrity could could be an angel uh, helper. Yeah. Any way, any time along the line, you know, in every one of these cases, these men and women and these young people are always looking for help in mm-hmm. carrying out their their angel work.
1: Is there any special or set criteria that one has to meet in order to become an angel?
0: Only that you, your choice to live your life this way is a conscious choice. These people are not deviants, mm-hmm. and they are not uh, codependents. Uh, these are people who have Often they have known suffering themselves. Uh, sometimes they're kind of savants in the area of empathy and compassion, and so they're born with this deeper sensitivity.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, frankly, uh, we every time we get a nomination, we go to great lengths to vet every story. Uh, we actually go and spend time with the angel uh work with their organization, right. get to know their organization inside and out. And so every time we shine a light on one of these stories, you can bet that that is the real deal.
1: What is the, what is the reaction of the angel when they are told that, you know what, you're an angel, this is why. and And they see the recognition and the time that someone and an organization is taking because of them.
0: You know, it, invariably, it is tears. It's tears of joy. Um, when you and I were talking off air, we mm-hmm. both acknowledged that the greatest need of all human beings is the need to be seen and heard. Yes. And all we are doing is extending that, uh, that kindness to people to say, you know what, we see you, we hear you, and we're going to shine a light on you. And if that helps you, and believe me, in every single case, these people need help. Their organizations need help. Mm -hmm. And I might as well point out here, you know, with the sovereign debt crisis, bringing governments across the world to their knees, especially here in North America, governments have been putting a lot of, uh, of government money, borrowed government money, by the way, into certain strategic parts of our human safety net. And now they can't do that any longer. And a lot of the smaller charitable organizations, the mom-and-pop operations, have had to close their doors. And even the stronger organizations are hanging on by their fingernails. So help from all citizens, uh, community participation, community involvement in our charitable safety net, is more important than it has ever been before.
1: Is there an average age for angels? Or are they people of all ages, no. all all backgrounds, all nationalities?
0: Yeah, all, all ages, all backgrounds, and all uh, financial categories. Uh, some of the stories I have are of, of men and women who... Uh, have made great amounts of money, and they just give it away uh, right and left. And they don't just give it away; they are deeply involved in the day-to-day work of the charitable organizations that uh, that they've hooked up with. Mm-hmm. So you know, and you know, one other thing, Rob, is there is no one reason why someone becomes a human angel. When you ask them why, and you try to surface the whole arc of their story, you find Mm -hmm. out that every single one will give you a totally different answer.
1: Really? You and I have to take our final break for this hour. I'd like you to do me a favor. Sure. Come back and keep sharing these stories with us so that our listeners around the world can go out and be your Angel hunters or angel seekers. Sure. All right. It's great fun. Stand by. John, you and I will be back on the other side of this. Break exonation. Nation. When I come back, I am going to give you a couple of websites. So I'd like you to go get pencils and paper so that you will know what kind of website that John has, where to go, and where to nominate the angels you, the XO Nation, are going to be finding. My name is Rob McConnell, this is the XO, and we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. That's exactly what we're doing this hour. We're asking you, the Exo Nation, to help us find human angels. We want you to become a human angel seeker. John Shimer is my special guest this hour. And here's a couple of websites. John's website is www.johnshimer.com. And that's J-O-H-N-S-H-I-M-E-R.com. And then the Angel Among Us Project, Exonation Nation, is www.angelsamongusproject.org. Now, John, what is the website for your book that we haven't even had a chance to discuss tonight, but you're going to be coming back on with us in a couple of weeks to discuss it?
0: Sure. So, it's dancingcowbook.com. What? And, uh, yeah, that's just... Uh, one word, actually, dancingcowbook.com. And anyone who actually wants to get a preview mm-hmm. of what's going on in that book, um, I invite them to go to this website, African Hospitality Institute. Just do a, a web search for African Hospitality Institute, and that will take you to uh, the website uh, for Maggie Josiah's project. Mm-hmm. And you can take a tour around the uh, the campus there, out in the middle of the Luero Triangle, wow. without ever leaving the comfort of your home. And I think you'll find that interesting. There's a, also a 15-minute video there that my son and I made about that story, and it's just called Maggie's Story uh, slash Video, and you'll see that on the homepage.
1: I must tell you, I love one of your quotes here. It says, "I've become an angel seeker. I want to recruit an army of angel seekers."
0: Yeah, and you know, I can't do this alone. Um, I can't go out and find all the stories mm-hmm. myself. Uh, every time I appear on television, I get more nominations, and I love it. Even if I'm overwhelmed with the stories, mm-hmm. we will get to them eventually. And if, if my trip tomorrow to Los Angeles is as successful as I hope it will be then soon our storytelling platform will become so much more robust. And I'll have a lot of help in telling these stories and bringing them to life on the screens that we all watch so much of.
1: Well, I'm sure that you are going to be uh, blessed by angels from above and that they'll be with you tomorrow in Los Angeles, rooting for you on a very special platform. I want to thank you ever so much for joining me this hour, John. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And uh, now you've got an x Nation of Seekers to help you in your quest to find too many cool. angels. <laughs> Once again, quickly, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you.
0: So the best thing tonight is simply to go to angelsamongusproject.org and uh, take a tour around, and then down at the bottom of the page you'll notice that there are directions for anyone who believes they know a human angel and they want to nominate them. Just follow the guidelines there and send us uh, your best uh, thoughts about that person, and we will do everything we can to get their story told.
1: All right. Thank you very much, John. Take care of yourself. I look forward to the next time you and I meet here in the Exxon, and good luck tomorrow. Rob, thank
0: you so much.
1: It's been my great pleasure, sir. Exonation John Scheimer has been my special guest this hour once again www.angelsamongusproject.org and johnscheimer.com I'll be back on the other side of the news at six and a half minutes past the hour Don't go away.